You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented by Cupra. Welcome to the Weekly Review's Daily Edition Radio Formula. On this Tuesday, we use our time to slow down, take a breath, and think about those who are no longer among us in life. Last Sunday, we learned the tragic news that Mimi Parker, drummer and co-founder of the band Low, had passed away. We read about many artists who pass on, and we wish we could honor each and every one for the joy and creativity they shared with us that somehow made our lives better. In the case of Low, a band that means so much to us at Radio Primavera Sound, we couldn't help but honor her memory in the best way possible, which is listening to her voice. In the words of her husband and partner in low, keep her name close and sacred. Share this moment with someone who needs you. Love is indeed the most important thing.
Mimi Parker came from a musical background similar to, similar to that of Alan Sparkhawk, whose father was a musician interested in jazz and country. Her mother was an aspiring country singer, and she grew up listening to Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, a little gospel. Her sister played guitar uh, with a performer's ambition, taking Mimi along to sing Joy to the World at senior citizen centers. As Parker explained, she would sing the lead and I would sing the harmony. I was pretty shy and didn't really see that as my future. Honestly, it wasn't until we started low that I really felt like this was something I could do. I was still very timid and shy, and it's safe to say Alan kind of dragged it out of me. Parker's voice remains one of Lowe's natural wonders. Zach Sally, who played bass with the band from 1994 to 2005, describe it, uh, describes it as just like water going down a stream. It's not just beautiful, there's an implacability to it, a clarity that's key to the band's ability to disturb and disrupt. She commented on the general perception of her voice. Some people will say, oh, she sounds like an angel. But mostly I'm thinking, hmm, 
I don't know if I want to sound like an angel. It sounds maybe too nice.
Mimi Parker began drumming in middle school, performing the snare in a marching band. Speaking to Fresh Air in 2005, she said, My role was always to come up with harmonies because my mother and my sister would usually sing the lead. Uh, so from the beginning, I just learned how to listen and kind of draw and come up with harmonies. Parker then eventually met her future husband and bandmate Alan Sparhawk in grade school. Uh, they began dating in high school and were married several, several years later. Um, and she said, she guessed it was, well, I'll, I'll read what she said. I guess it was always kind of a dream, not something I ever thought I'd do, speaking about being a professional musician. But every once in a while, I'd have the thought that playing music would be fun. So Alan and I talked about it, and then he joined uh, John Nichols, original bass, uh, low bass player. Uh, they got together and came up with the idea of the band, Slow and Quiet. Around this time, Alan was working at the arena in Duluth, in Minnesota, in Minnesota, where they're from, and he was in the basement, and they had tons of old equipment from the orchestra that was there years ago. There was a drum down there and a cymbal, so he asked about it, and this woman said, oh, I can't give it to you, but why don't you just take it? So he brought home a snare drum and a cymbal and kind of laid it on me. You could just play drums in this band. It would be really easy.
Stephen Thompson wrote for the Georgia Public Broadcasting, even as the Minnesota band's sound grew busier, darker and more challenging, Parker remained an artist of uncommon restraint. She drummed with brushes and mallets, her words restricted to an impactful minimum. But even when she ceded the vocal spotlight to her partner and husband, uh, Alan Sparhawk, her presence was unwavering, unpretentious, commanding, vital. She never wasted a stroke or a word. Uh, they, the band was often categorized by the music press as a slowcore band or one of the pioneers or one of the, the most visible bands of the genre that had its, uh, should we say, beginnings in the 90s. I mean, there's been slowcore, if, without being called slowcore, way beyond, way before, and we'll hear an example of it from The Cure further along. But um, it was thanks to bands like Codeine or, or Low that this genre became very popular, shall we say, towards the end of the 90s and then carried on uh, up until this day. Um, bands like Mogwai uh, picked up a lot of the cues from bands like Low, or they were doing their own thing. And it's a curiosity that this year Mogwai celebrate the deluxe reissues of debut album Young Team and sophomore record Come On Die Young, which includes this take. Many, many artists have taken to social media to mourn the loss of Mimi Parker. Steve Albini wrote on his Twitter, I heard the news in the most base circumstances, surrounded by degenerates, stuck and cursing in a conference room in Deerfield. I was momentarily overwhelmed, the sound of her voice resonant in my memory, beautiful and heartbreaking. 
Godspeed, Mimi Parker, Requiescat, and Steve Albini produced two of Lowe's most celebrated albums, by the way. Stuart Braithwaite from Mogwai, who we've just listened to, has posted Mimi Parker forever, and he posted a link to the song The Plan, which we just heard before as well. Uh, Will Chef of Oakerville River said, Mimi Parker's voice had such depth and mystery, icy and opaque, but also somehow, somehow warm and motherly, an uncannily perfect comp- compliment to Alan Sparhawk, and she had such presence on stage. She gifted Lowe with the extraordinary, powerful sense of gravity. Rest in peace. Um, close associates of Mogwai, Arab Strap, uh, we play today, uh, first of all, because, uh, well, we love Arab Strap very much, and also because they will be playing Primavera Sound's Weekender event, which will be held at the Robin Hood Magic Camp in two weeks' time in Benidorm. safe to make the presumption that if you love low you probably have a moment or two for Arab Arab Strap's formidable back catalogue they will be performing 
stuff from their new re- recently released uh, music as well as a lot of the classics we imagine another band set to perform at Primavera's Weekender event is Slow Dive. having a, a very impressive back catalogue but have also been releasing interesting music since they got back together again so it's very it's going to be a welcome show to be able to enjoy them at Primavera Sounds Weekender for all us boomers uh, more music from a band that fans of Low must also appreciate uh, Lamb Chop Miss Smith joins the Opry Allow me to say On black and white TV Access and deny They hope access and deny Signs of speed This shit is bananas B-A-N-A 
Charlie's Alien interviewed Kurt Wagner on the release of their latest album, uh, The Bible. Uh, and a lot of us would have inevitably asked him the question that Charlie included in his interview. Are you friends with Lowe? To which Wagner responded, I know Alan. They've always been artists, always moved forward. That's come through since day one and they don't stumble much. Love their recent work, especially what they've done with BJ Burton, Double Negative and Hey What?, so much respect for Lowe, and today we're honoring the memory of Mimi Parker, who sadly is no longer with us on this earth. I was right and I was right. Oh. The sun, the sun, the sun was rising from the field.
Warren Ellis, key member of Nick Cave's Bad Seeds, toured with the US with Lowe in 1998 after his group, The Dirty Three, released Ocean Songs. He said, Everyone was so loud and messy, we were still on the coattails of grunge. They, had, they Lowe, had this incredible power that a lot of groups didn't have. They could draw you into their world without pummeling you over the head with volume, which was certainly what we did in The Dirty Three. We went for it, blood and spit and just hammering it, but they had this incredible way of drawing the whole audience in. In 2001, Lowe asked the Dirty Three to join them recording the In the Fish Tank EP. They were so precise and dedicated and so controlled, kind of like everything we weren't, says Ellis, who calls the band extraordinary.
This is the fifth song off The Cure's third album, Faith, and it's about the death of Robert Smith's grandparents. Um, he said many things about this song in the press. In 1983, he told uh, Rockzilla about the emotion behind the song. When someone you know dies, you suddenly realize what death is. Something takes shape in your mind. It's not an indefinite abstract entity anymore. Even if my parents are still alive, I could understand. It opened my eyes. You face great changes. He also told our Spanish magazine Mondo Sonoro in 1999, If I'm drinking at home and I start listening to music, I have to be very careful because there are songs that tear me apart, that make me cry. Even songs from The Cure make me feel very uncomfortable. For example, The Funeral Party, which brings me back to the day my grandmother died. It was a horrible day. We continue to listen to music here on the Weekly Reviews, Daily Edition Radio, Form- Radio Formula, paying homage to Mimi Parker. This is Carissa's Weird. So You Wanna Be a Superhero, the third track of Carissa's Weird's 
Songs about leaving, a song about dealing with suicidal thoughts and feeling your life is utterly worthless. Very emotional indeed. Um, someone else who passed away last week was Lavender Country's Patrick Haggerty, who died at 78. The lifelong activist made what is widely considered to be the first openly gay country music record. Lavender Country, whose singer Patrick Hegarty uh, sadly passed away last week. Um, we continue honoring the memory of Mimi Parker. Uh, Karen O from the Yeah, yeah Yeahs uh, posted on her social media, heard of the passing of Mimi from Low and have been shedding many tears. They have always been my kind of emo band with emotional depths that tugged my heart far out of its comfort zone. I'm always in awe two voices, two souls when in union blow past that saying, the sum is greater than its parts. An immeasurable loss, sending love to Alan and the Lowe family, so grateful for the gifts Mimi bestowed on all of us with her whole heart. Uh, here's a song from Yola Tengo.
Tears are in your eyes from Yola Tengo about a person's perspective on someone close who is suffering from clinical depression. At a 2003 show, the band dedicated the song to Johnny Cash and June Carter, who died within several months of each other in 2003. Uh, I know it's been a very sad uh, radio show today. We've we've really uh, pushed the limit on what a morning show should be playing <laughs> on daytime radio, uh, but. It is Mimi Parker who we are saying goodbye to. Her funeral shall be taking place in Duluth in Minnesota uh, this Thursday. They, the band or Alan has shared on social media that whoever wishes to attend is welcome. Um, we send our love to Alan, to all the Lowe family, and we say goodbye with um, music from another band that could be considered slowcore. And as I say, if you're into Lowe, there's no reason why you wouldn't be into Bardo Pond. Uh, we say goodbye with them. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Andre Ignat, for producing. My name's Johan Wald. You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, the weekly review, daily edition radio formula.
You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented by Cupra. (laughs) 